Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. We're working our way through Romans chapter 11 and we're going to be picking it up in verse 25 of our chapter today. Verse 25. Now, when we read uh, this rather difficult uh, passage, uh, there are times that we need to really stop and clarify what is being said and, and what is meant. This, this phrase that we're going to read today, and then all Israel will be saved. Well, it's important to understand that that uh, does not mean, despite what many people might want to believe, that the majority of Jews in the final generation will come back to Christ uh, for salvation. Others say that Paul is using the term Israel in the sense of the spiritual nation of Israel, made up of everyone, Jew and Gentile, who has received salvation through the faith in Christ. Thus, all Israel, or all believers, I guess, will receive God's promised gift of salvation. But you see, God chose the nation of Israel, and he's never rejected it. He also has chosen a church through Jesus Christ, and he'll never reject her either. But this does not mean that all Jews or all church members are going to be saved. It is possible to belong to a nation or to an organization without ever responding to faith in Jesus, and we need to understand that today. Picking it up in verse 25 of our text says, For I don't desire you to be ignorant, brothers, of this mystery, so that you won't be wise in your own conceits, that a partial hardening has happened to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in, and so all Israel will be saved. There's our our passage. Going on, even as it is written, there will come out of Zion the Deliverer, and he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob. This is my covenant with them when I will take away their sins. Now again, Paul is reminding us of our place as Gentiles, that we are grafted in. We're, once again, the wild branch, adopted into the blessed family that is Jewish. There will one day be a time when the Jewish nation will be brought back into the limelight, center stage before God and before all the nations of the world as God's chosen. Paul does not want us to be ignorant, he says. We are without excuse. We have clearly seen before us on the pages of the Word of God what the plan is. But now, let us take note. Both Jewish and Gentile, pride is a destructive element on any level. (laughs) When will we learn as, as humans? We cannot utilize such a destructive element without experiencing the negative effects of such. Because you see, pride, pride destroys like a cancer, corporately or individually, and the result is the same. Verse 26 says, so all Israel will be saved. Now, again, this is not speaking concerning saved, quote unquote, as in redemptive salvation. If that was true, then it would negate all the rest of scripture. And it's also not referring to all as in every single individual of the Jewish heritage. After all, that would contradict, again, all that Paul has been teaching and all that Jesus ever said. All speaks of the sense of the whole nation of Israel that will be brought back into God's 
most favored nation status. In other words, they'll be back in the front of the line. Paul's quoting from the book of Isaiah to remind the Jewish nation, and us too, that the Redeemer will come out of the nation of Israel. And he includes the promise that this Savior will turn away the ungodliness from Jacob, otherwise known as Israel. Now, when is this gonna happen? Well, actually, when it, did it happen? Because back on that cross, outside of Jerusalem, 2,000 years ago, Jesus put this to rest. Israel corporately may not yet grasp this truth, but the reality stands just the same. Jesus didn't just die for us Gentiles. He died for the Jewish nation too. Verse 28 says, concerning the good news, they are enemies for your sake. But concerning the election, they are beloved for the Father's sake. For the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. So now here Paul is admitting that the nation of Israel, both then and sadly even now, was not a friend of Jesus, nor a believer in the gospel message. But Israel standing before God was not a position that was earned any more than ours was. Both, uh, both positions are given and guaranteed simply through God's grace, God's choice, God's will. God made a promise to the Jewish fathers and he'll never go back on that uh, word. So Paul herein makes a profound statement and it has very far-reaching ramifications, both for understanding this chapter, as well as understanding our walk in Christ uh, in its totality. As scripture often is, this passage, this verse, especially 29, is clear and emphatic. What God has given you is still there for you. What God has called you to do is still your marching orders today and forever. Nothing has changed in your account and nothing is going to be changed. If such gifts and calling are irrevocable, then the only way they fail to come to pass is because we have, I have, you have, in one way or another, refused them. <laughs> and sadly, well sadly many of us are working hard to run from such gifts and calling. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.